so we're going to be in Proverbs chapter 18. It's preaching time. We'll be in Proverbs chapter 18, 19, and 20. Easy flow. Okay? We're going to be preaching from Proverbs chapter 18. This message is for everybody, but this message especially is for the young people. Amen? So I'm preaching. This is our back-to-school service. And I want it to be a blessing to our kids going back to school. Here's a message for you that probably, not probably, you can use for the rest of your life. It's not just for today. It's for the rest of your life. Amen? So if you have your Bibles, open your Bibles. We'll just read them. Yeah. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 24. I'll read it. <clears throat> if you stand for the reading of God's word. And watch the flow, okay? I want you to watch the flow. He says here, Proverbs chapter 18, verse 24, a man of too many friends comes to ruin, but there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Proverbs 19, go to Proverbs 19 and 20, 19 and 20, listen to count and accept discipline. That you may be wise the rest of your days. Got that? Proverbs 20 and then go to verse 13 now. Do not love sleep. Or you will become poor. Open your eyes. And you will be satisfied with food. And then lastly go to Proverbs 20 and 20. He who curses his father and mother. His life in time of darkness. I want to talk about this morning to you young people and everyone else here today. Great advice for a bright future. Great. Someone told me this when I was your age. Amen. Great advice for a bright future. When you hear good advice, you should take it. Well, you should do two things with great advice. Take it in and pass it on. I'm going to say it one more time. Take it in, pass it on. For instance, dreams remains dreams until you take action. Treat others the way that you want to be treated. When you quit, you fail. Trust your instincts. Learn something new every day. Make what's valuable important. Believe in yourself. And then lastly, G-O-E. God over everything. Are you with me? You see, social media offers you a to connect with others. Have fun. To learn new things, to discover all kinds of things. And many of you by now are fully connected to some social media platform. You wake up with it. You go to bed with it. Looking at it. You eat with it. Come on, y'all. You run with it. You go to the bathroom with it. It is your source of information. 
advice, trends, answers, images that leaves an impact on your mind. Are you with me? Here's something I need to ask you. Where do you get advice from? Who do you get advice from? Because wherever or whatever that source is, it can affect your whole life. Do I have anybody? The question I have for you this year is, do you want to make a difference? Do you want to make a difference in the world? Do you want to make a difference in somebody else's life? Do you want to see in life? I don't believe there's a person here that will tell me that they don't want to succeed. But one of the things I found out about social media, it is designed to control your life. It has become, for some couples, it has become the argument of the week. Amen. For some young people, it is their way of escape from the realities of their lives. By looking at other people's lives and even taking in this information. In our day, it was the television. When the television first came out. When the VCR came out. Come on, somebody. Then the DVDs came out. In our days, we, you know, before television, we played outside. Come on, somebody. We, we knew what it was like to go outside and make up a game and play with other kids on the street, on the block, you know. You had friends that you actually connected with. Then after the television came the telephone. Come on, somebody. And then you had that long cord that you had to run around the house. Come on, somebody. And then you had to use one of these things to dial out a number. You understand? I'm trying to help somebody with something today. We are progressing. And parents, you got to pay attention. And young people, you have to ask yourself the question, where are you getting your information from? Where are you getting access to advice? Well, if, you, if, if all you, if the only places where you get your advice from is online, on Google, everybody Google everything. Something wrong, just Google it. And Google will come back and give you 1,255,000 answers to that one question. I thought that more information made us better. I believe more information is just causing us to be what? Overwhelmed. And overwhelmed with information. Are you with me? There's another place that I found that you can get advice. And it's all proper. Because it's an action-packed book. Amen. It's nonstop. It's live. It's fresh. Here's the thing about Proverbs. And one of the things I've always done with young people is, and even my children as they were growing up, I pointed them to a place where they can find wisdom. You see, wisdom, amen, you can find. The Bible says this, that if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask God. For God will give him wisdom. Now, here's the thing. When you're young, you don't think you need wisdom. When you're young, you really don't think you need advice. You understand what I'm saying? But there's a God where you can find 
answers to life's issues, to how to navigate through certain situations that you will eventually find yourself in. Are you with me? The term Proverbs comes from a Hebrew root word, and here's what it means. It means to be like. So I thought about it, and I connected the two together. I'm figuring like, okay, if I'm on TikTok, and that's all I watch, and that's where I get my advice from, right? I'm becoming like it. I wish I had somebody. So in other words, they are just imitating what's already been in the word of God to be like. So the word Proverbs means to what? To be like. Short sayings that gives you life's truths that you can live by. Now, you got to be careful of everything that you process through your mind and where you decide that your source is going to be for information. Some of us, some of you will go to your teacher. Some of you will go to your parents. But what I found out when I was growing up is I would go to my boys on the streets. Are you with me? And we would try to figure it out together. You understand what I'm saying? Dumb leading the dumber. <laughs> blind leading the blind. Come on, somebody. And then when we formulated our plan, we, we, it all blew up. <laughs> like, man, we ain't going to try that again. <laughs> try that again. But my point is this. Today, you and I have to, and even as old as we are now, we have to ask ourselves a question. Where are we getting our advice from? So I want to give you today some advice. Some, some advice that will, that will give you, oh, I'm sorry, guarantee you a bright future. I'm going to say it one more time. Guarantee you a bright future. You, you, you're not old, too old to apply this. You're not too young to apply this. Come on, somebody. Amen. You're not too mean the way it won't get into your heart. You with me? Amen. This advice will work if you apply it. So the writer says, and if we go to our first Proverbs, Proverbs 18. Let's go there first. Proverbs 18 and 24. So what's the first advice you're going to give me, Pastor? Well, let's look at it. A man of too many friends. That you're what? Popular. Well, let's bring it up to today, right? If you have a million followers, come on, somebody. You somebody, you get the blue check mark. <laughs> See what I'm saying? You, you, you what? You, you, you're a public figure. Amen. A man, but, but the Bible says, Proverbs says, a many friends that they're for you. Because there'll be some who are around you, who look you in the face and smile with you, but they talking dirty about you behind your back. So if I would say, what's the first advice? Here it is. You ready? Write it down. Spell it out. Choose. Come on. How many, how many made mistakes with friends? Let me see. Let me see all the folk here, older people right now. Come on, come on, come on now. Didn't you wish you had this advice when you, were there, when you were that age? You would have done something differently. You would have said, you know what? 
I see something in this person, guess what, that I don't like and I'm going to leave them alone. But watch this. For some reason, the enemy will set you up something great. He's going to put those people around you to pull you down. But watch the text. The text says, but there is a friend. you got to know the difference between an associate and a friend. Here's the other thing you need to know. Some of you say, well, I don't need friends. You need friends. You need somebody who can challenge what you answer than a brother, than your own blood. And there are people, there's one friend out there, or a couple of them that you will run into in life that they're real. First of all, here's what a friend's going to do. They're going to tell you the truth. Here's the second thing they're going to do. They're not going to lie to you. They're going to tell you the truth. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Here's the other thing they're going to do. They're going to be real with you. They don't, don't care about your feelings. You understand what I'm saying? Now watch this. They're going to say what they need to say to you in love, but I'm trying to help you with something. Be careful of people who all they do is tell you stuff you want to hear. That's not a friend. That's not a friend at all. If you're going to be a friend, and another thing you got to remind yourself is you got to be a friend too. There's a friend that sticks closer than what? A brother. I find that to be powerful. A man of too many friends comes to ruin. Because there's going to be somebody in that circle that, watch this, that, that's just crowds will fool you. That make you think that you all that. They're going to make you think that you can do all this. And guess what? When it comes time to pull the trigger, guess what? They're going to leave you hanging. Are you with me? So it's just, just a little advice. Choose your friends what? Some, some of us adults need to learn to do that. Look at, verse nine, look at Proverbs 19 now. And I want to help somebody with this. This for young and old here. 19.20. Listen to what? Counsel. Just listen to counsel. See that? See that? Write this down. He says, listen to counsel. So here's the next advice you need to know. Learn to take advice and use it. Stop asking people stuff and then don't use the counsel that they give you. Come on, say out your amen or thank you, whichever one you want to say. Okay? Because what I found out is that people like to hear other people talk and then other people like to ask questions and then they ask for counsel and they get the advice and guess what? They don't use it. Before you make a move, you ask, hey, can you help me with this? And then when, they, when you get the answer, use it. Tell your neighbor, use it. Use it. Listen to counsel. Kings would go to, kings and would-be kings back in this time, they would go to the wise people to get advice because just because they held the position doesn't mean they knew what to do. So what they would do, they would go and get advice so that they would make good decisions. 
Oftentimes we're winging it in life. Oftentimes we're, 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 we're using all information for, for a new problem. <laughs> when we need new information for that problem. Are you with me? Because things change. So learn to take advice. And what? You know, I, I've seen kids do this. I've seen grown people do it. I don't want to hear nothing from me. I ain't shoot. He ain't talking about me. He ain't buying that. That means you've become prideful now. And now you think that basically, you know, you could do it without advice. No man's an island. We all need somebody to tell us or suggest something to us or give us what? Advice. Are you with me? Look what the next part of the text says. The next part of that text says what? What does it say? It says, listen to counsel and accept what? That you may be what? How many of you want to be wise the rest of your life? How many of you want to make good decisions, y'all? Well, you got to take counsel. You got to watch the friends you keep, the company you keep. But here's the thing. Watch this. Here's the next point. You ready? Write this one down. Don't get an attitude when you're corrected. I see kids get correct, they get an attitude, instant attitude. Instant attitude. Like, you should get a whooping for that. <laughs> for getting an attitude because you were corrected. But look what he said. He said, he, listen, discipline makes you what? Wiser. It says accept discipline. Receive it. Take it. Don't be tripped out about it. Don't get mad because you're told to do something that you really don't want to do. But guess what? You're being scolded for it. You're being corrected for it. And then you catch an attitude about it. You will never succeed like that. The Bible says accept discipline. That you may be what? Wise. So hold on a minute. So you're telling me that discipline makes me what? wiser, but not just wise in the moment, wise for a lifetime. Because once I learn, what is wisdom, pastor? The ability to make the right decision in any circumstance. Are you with me? But because I've been disciplined and I've been corrected. Now, watch this. You got to understand what discipline really meant back then, right? The word discipline there carries the idea of being chastened. Amen. Being, watch this, being admonished. Amen. So all discipline is not painful, but guess what? You got to watch out for the pride because pride will cause us not to accept discipline. See? He says in his word, accept discipline that you may be what? The wise for the rest of your days. Boy, I want to be wise the rest of my days. So guess what? I'm not going to get an attitude when I'm corrected. That's number three. Go to verse, thir verse 13 now. I'm sorry, chapter 20. Chapter 20 and verse 13. I'm about to get out of here. Watch. Here's the next part. Don't love sleep or you will become what? Poor. <laughs> Amen. 
Don't love sleep. And that's my next point. Don't love sleep. <laughs> Listen, we were out in the community serving these, serving these kids, right, food. Some of the parents say, oh, they still, it's 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Dog, they ain't going to wake up till 4 o'clock. I'm like, how are you a parent? You can't sleep your whole life. It's called laziness. And I know when you're young, you love sleep. You know, sleep is something you want to do all the time. That's because you stayed up late all night playing video games, all night watching TV, all night on your phone, all night on your tablet, and some of you adults do the same thing, binge watching stuff and up all night, and you're missing out on life, on living. He said, don't love sleep. Break the cycle. Break the cycle, y'all. Listen, I wish somebody would have told me this. Rise early. Do what you got to do. Go to bed at a decent time. I'm just trying to give you some practical wisdom for this school year because, and for some of us adults, we need some of this right here. Watch this. Go to bed, y'all. <laughs> Shut off Netflix and Amazon and YouTube and... And Hulu. Come on, y'all. We know we do. We watch, we watch stuff all night till 2, 3 in the morning. You know, and then you got to wake up in the morning and go to work. And then guess what your child's doing? They're watching you, parents. They're watching you and they're falling in the same pattern. You got to break that cycle, okay? Don't love sleep, but watch what he says next. He says, open your eyes. Open your eyes. You know, I had a couple points for that, but look what he says. Open your eyes and you will be satisfied with food. Here's the next thing. And this is a very important point here. You can't love sleep, but the next thing we got to do is always pay attention and first in everything you pursue. First, I'm putting, let me give you the point. Always pay attention and be first in Everything you pursue, be first. Be the first one to go to class. Don't be the last one walking in the room. Come on, somebody. You know why? You will be noted. Oh, yeah, if you want attention, they'll give it to you like that. Be the first. Always be first. Be first in everything. Pursue everything. If you get enough rest, you can get up early and you can pursue your dreams. Come on, y'all. Always pay attention. Listen, don't drift off when the teacher is teaching. Don't be sidebar talking. I'm trying to help somebody here. Amen. Because it's already going to come down the pipeline first day of school. Your mom going to get a note. Been talking in class. Always pay attention, y'all. In other words, what I'm saying is keep your eyes open. And that's, and that's for us, too. Keep our eyes open. Pay attention. Because guess what? You're going to miss something. And I want to help somebody with something today. If you don't pay attention to what God is doing in your life, if you keep sleeping your days away, you're going to miss out on the blessings that God has for you. You see, here's the thing. This is why the Bible says, ask, seek, and knock. A lot of times we want to ask and we walking on our door. Who is it? Job. 
We waiting for a knock on the door. Who is it? Opportunity. We waiting for a new knock on the door. What is it? College. No, you got to ask, seek, and knock, and you got to pay attention and always be first. Don't let nobody beat you to work, adults. Show up not five minutes before time. Show up before time. Come on and help me, somebody. All right? This is wisdom that will carry you through your life for the rest of your days. So number one, choose your friends wisely. Learn to take advice and what? Don't get an attitude when you are, don't love sleep. Always pay attention and be what? First. First. In everything you do. You know what's most important to me? My word and my name. Those two things. That's all I got. Brother came in today. Told me that. I gave my word, Pastor. Gave my word. I'm here. Boy, I wish we had some more men like that today. I really wish we had some more men who, when they give their word, they meant it. But they didn't learn that when they were little. And hopefully, parents, your children are listening today, and they understand that their word means something. So if you say yes, let it be yes. If you say no, let it be no. Right? Watch this. Proverbs 20, 20 now. This is a key point right here. And I'm going to help somebody with this. You see, the text says, he who curses his father or his mother. Let me explain. Right? And your, your, your dad tell you to do something and you didn't cuss him in your mind like this. I ain't doing it. I'm the very ones that feed you. The very ones that clothe you, the very ones that keep a, a full catch an attitude of and curse your father and mother in your mind. Because some of y'all ain't going to, y'all, shoot, y'all, play around and see what happens. <laughs> Go ahead and do it and see what happens. <laughs> but if you catch an attitude against the, your parents, it's no different than cursing them. You're like, hold on a minute. Parents just don't understand, Pastor. They just don't understand. Mom, you don't understand. Dad, you don't understand what they're doing. This and this and the third. Here's the thing. Let's talk about it. Are you with me? He who curses his father and his mother, his lamp will go out. I found this to be very interesting. You're wondering why adults, I'm talking to adults now, Every time you take a step forward, like because of the seeds you sown when you were young, the cursing we did to our parents, watch this, and we have not repented of it. Time of darkness, watch this. So in other words, what he's saying is life is full of light, but there comes a day when the lights are going to go out. And when you need the advice, come on somebody, when you need the encouragement, when you need the help that your parents possibly could provide for you or your parents have went on to be with the Lord, guess what? You're walking in darkness there. So I want to give you this last point. Always respect parents. 
blood parents, but your spiritual parents too. Amen. You may not like what I say to you sometimes as a pastor, but know this, I'm doing it because I love you. <laughs> you have to pay attention or you'll miss what God has for you. Maintain a close relationship with your family. You know why? Because the enemy wants to drag you away from your family. Parents have to say, nor what? Stand, nor sit in the seat of scoffers. Watch this. Watch the progression. He says, blessed is the man who does not walk in the council. Remember? Be careful where you get advice from. Watch this. So you're walking in your life. You're going about your life, right? And then somebody comes along and they start telling you stuff about, about the Bible. They start telling you, they turn you from your parents. Or they try to turn you from what you believe. That's the counsel. You're walking. Blessed man who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Right? Watch this. Then it says, no stand. So you go from walking and then you stop. You start standing. And you start paying attention to what they're saying. So you were on your path. Oh, I wish I had somebody. You were living. God was getting ready to elevate you, but you stopped listening to the person you need to listen to. And now you're listening, but now you're standing. But watch this. The text says, nor sit. See the progression? So you go from walking, standing, to now you're just on the couch getting high. You ain't doing nothing with your life no more. You could have been great. You could have done great things. But now you're just sitting around. Wasting away. Wasting the days. Because you listened to the wrong advice. May I encourage you this way. Be careful this year. Some of you are going back into situations where people are going to try to challenge what you believe. There's a man who was sitting on the bank river meditating. And he heard someone screaming in the river. The man was an excellent swimmer, so he looked and he saw that a man was drowning, so he jumped in and he got him out. All right? He... He's sitting on the bank of the river again, and then soon right after that, he heard another guy crying, crying out for help. So he jumped in the river, and he got him out. This went on for five, six, seven more times. And then at that point, he was totally exhausted, trying to bring folks to shore. He had no energy left, and yet there were still people crying for help. Help me. Help me. He just couldn't help anyone. So he looked up to heaven. He says, oh, God, please show me what's happening upstream. Sometimes we try to deliver people without ever finding out what's going on upstream. At the place, watch this, that is causing people to cry for help right now. Oh, I wish, oh, don't miss it. Many adults are crying now for help in their lives because it started earlier in life on the upstream of their life when they didn't take advice. 
when they, did, when they didn't respect their parents, much of the trouble in life of a future adult can be addressed by parents who do their job when their children are young by finding out what's going on upstream. Upstream in the beginning of a person's life, God places children in families where they can find love, acceptance, and values. Parents are the first line of defense for the well-being of the children. Parents, if your child is crying out for help, what's going upstream? Help them to choose their friends wisely. Help them to learn to take advice. Don't get an attitude when you're corrected. Don't love sleep. Always pay attention and be first in everything you pursue. And lastly, always. Always. I don't even want to go over my failure in that area. Always respect your parents. I paid a high price in my life, my personal life. And when darkness came in my life, the lights went out. And I couldn't get them back on. And I had to pay for those seeds that I sowed. But I thank God for Jesus. I thank God for Christ Jesus who forgave me and gave me a new life where I was able to turn things around. Can I tell you something today, kids and young adults here today and, and, and adults? I wish someone would have told me this when I was young. And I thank God today that it's not too late to take this advice and apply it to your life. Give God a hand clap of praise.